Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, and much, much more. These are just a few topics we talked about with the Fantasy Football Whisperers, uh, some friends of ours on Instagram. Here we go. Talking about Antonio Brown, we're talking about the fact that the Steelers got worked in that deal. We're talking about yeah. that the NFL does not value uh, players like they should in terms of you know compensation with draft picks. It's crazy and ludicrous. But go ahead and keep going with what you're talking about, the dead money. Yeah, so this deal actually leaves the Steelers with $21 million dead money, this cap hit for this year. And they're talking about this is the largest dead money hit of all time. And it just goes to show you, Antonio Brown really flexed his, his you know, Go, you know, his gonads, so to speak, on this. He basically said, his "Look, big chest. yeah, right." He, he put it out there. Chest. Yeah, he <laughs> he basically shut down the Buffalo deal. Both you and I are guilty of making posts like the rest of the world oh, when he, him. yeah, when so he goes to, that. <laughs> when he goes to Buffalo. Yeah, I remember seeing your video saying you were upset about Antonio Brown pulling these games. But I mean, you look at what he's done. He basically backed the Steelers into the corner. They tried to set this artificial deadline. And he came in and said, no, I'm not going there. And the Raiders end up getting him for a third and fifth. And like you said, I think that's great. I mean, that, that, that's a Ridiculous. great, great Ridic- deal. So the fantasy perspective is we don't really know, right, Smitty? I mean, this is a lot of uncertainty just because he's been great, right, with Big Ben. So you have six straight years of 1,200 yards, six straight years of eight or more touchdowns, six straight years of 100 catches or more. And he's been the wide receiver three or better for the last six years. And so what's the constant there is Big Ben. You look at Derek Carr, he's had maybe one good year, and that was in 2016 where he was the MVP. He was an MVP candidate. And in those weeks, one through 15 before he got hurt, QB 11, so not terribly great. And then the two wide receivers, Crabtree had 89 catches for 1,003 yards and eight touchdowns. He was wide receiver 12 in standard scoring, and Cooper was only wide receiver 14 in standard scoring. Do I think that A.B. is way better than these guys? For sure. And I'm interested to see what Carr's going to do. We talk about guys in their second year under a, under a coordinator or a, or a coach, and that's what we're going to get out of Carr, a second year under um, John Gruden. But are they going to keep Derek Carr? Like, that's, that's what I want to ask you. Do you think they keep Derek Carr? Do you think the super team that Gruden's trying to put together with Kyler Murray and Le'Veon Bell? What are, what are, you, what are your thoughts there? Here's my thinking and the way I attack this, and I try and get other people to see it this way because I think everybody gets uh, bombarded with all the news. They get uh, smothered with all the groupthink and the negative uh, perspectives, and he's annoying. His antics are crazy. He entertains us. He's like that guy in, your, in school that was annoying, but when he was gone, you're like, ah, I wish he was here. We would miss Antonio Brown if he was gone. Let's, let's be honest about it. But here's the way you got to look at it from a fantasy football perspective. He's at rock bottom in terms of, in terms of his value in a situation. It, the, the Raiders situation will only improve. It's either going to improve at QB, they're going to get Le'Veon Bell maybe, or they get uh, uh, some kind of big-name rookie in there. They might even add a wide receiver. What if they get DK Metcalf? They have the number four overall pick, the number 24 overall pick, and the number 27 overall pick. If they want Murray, they can trade up and get him for sure. The Cardinals, I think, would be very tempted to back out of their 
maybe smokescreen uh, efforts in, in telling everybody that they want Kyler Murray, um, or they take Haskins, or they take Locke, or they take somebody else, or they roll with Carr and they get a defensive player, beef up the defense, and then draft you know a DK Metcalf type player with one of their picks. I, I think that the situation will only get better for Antonio Brown from this point forward. And after he was traded, I don't think his values moved that much. He's been like a bottom of the second, you know, if you're lucky, early third before the trade. And now by default, because there's so many good players in that second round, the top of the second especially, I don't think he moves up that much on people's boards by default. So for me, he's on a t- he's either on a team that's going to pass, pass, pass in the third and fourth quarter because they're down – and they need to score points in those those the final two quarters of every single game. So he's going to get volume. And Carr is not that bad of a quarterback. He's not amazing, but he's not that bad. He can get right. the ball to a guy like Antonio Brown, who makes his own uh, room and space. And and he, you know, I, I can see him right now having no problem getting the football. Um, Amari Cooper, people comparing him to Amari Cooper and saying Amari Cooper was the better option. I disagree. I think Antonio Brown. People are so focused on Dynasty, and we're a Dynasty-geared site. We do redraft and Dynasty pretty much equally. Um, We are year-round. But I think people get too focused on four, five, six, seven years down the road. I have Dynasties, I don't know about you, Dynasty leagues that that crumble after two or three years because people start losing and they have the old, oh, uh, my team, uh, I'm going to back out because I don't have time anymore. And the the league just, like, falls apart. You can't worry about that so much two years is a long time i think he at least has two years left as a as an elite player um for me travi i think he is in the top five to six range for fantasy yeah. football wide receivers i have him right there with like odell beckham um and i think that anybody is crazy to to write him off as a top five to ten wide receiver in 2019 yeah, and I, I completely agree. He's in that five range for me, maybe maybe around four. He's going to get in there behind a DeAndre Hopkins or guys like Julio Jones for me just because we know that those quarterbacks ahead of him are going to feed those guys, right? They're going to right. feed those number one wide receivers. With Antonio Brown, I haven't seen it yet with Derek Carr, but it's hard for me to imagine that they're going to bump his pay and not feed the guy as a number one wide receiver. And you look at Gruden's history feeding number one wide receivers. They've been top ten guys in fantasy before. You know, you'd take this, you'd take this out of it, this last year out of it, because they were so uncertain and, and kind of moving a lot of things around. But I think they're going to do that with AB. They're, they intend to use him and build kind of this offense around him. The risk is built into the fact that they don't improve. They don't go right, out and get a right. pass. They don't get a DK Metcalf. They don't get a Le'Veon Bell or another running back. The risk, his value, the, the scale tipped, and now he's all upside and very little risk. If he doesn't perform like the old Antonio Brown that we know, you're not out anything because you're right. paying late second round value. Right. But if they improve his situation and you're scooping him up in dynasty left and right, because I'm trading for him in dynasty, I'm going to trade for him in every league. I don't have him on a low ball, somebody and try and get him because I think that in, in a worst case scenario, you get your value back. And I think that in a good scenario, you get a first round player and people are scratching their heads saying, why didn't I see, this improvement coming for Oakland because I I know the tendency to say like I'm in Arizona um, and the Cardinals have always been this team that can't shake loose the old ways and they they right. they've ruined running backs and but they finally have David Johnson I know a lot of people are down on him for this year he's one of my bigger second round sleepers 
But you can't just continue to expect a team to continue to do the things over and over and over and always be a black hole for wide receivers. It's a new, a new coaching staff. Um, I think they're going to make some changes for the good. Uh, I think getting rid of Amari Cooper was probably, in hindsight, the right decision because he wasn't developing there. Um, it was good, a good move for both parties. And I, I, th- I think it's funny when people say he was the better person to keep in this situation. Antonio Brown has not failed anybody yet. He hasn't yeah, had I, that, that's... That, that, that. I mean, the last, what's the last you remember him being a stud? Right. Why, how, where did he drop off? I don't get it. Yeah, no, and that's the thing. And the, I think the lazy narrative here, Smitty, is for people to say, oh, because of his antics, they get annoyed with him. Oh, he's going to fall off. Everybody goes to Oakland to die. The, you know, wide receivers go to yeah. Oakland to die. And you look at the video that AB posted of John Gruden talking about Antonio Brown, and he says, I have seen a lot of wide receivers do it in this league, and I have seen nobody work harder in practice than Antonio Brown. So all the antics aside, all the BS aside, this guy is the hardest worker we've got, at, the, at least at the wide receiver position in the league right now. So until he goes out there and doesn't do it, you've got to respect his game, man. Yeah, it's just going to be interesting to see where his ADP kind of moves around. I, right. I venture, venture to say it's going to stay right around the same area, maybe up up a couple of spots. I think people there'll be enough people to get excited about it that it'll move a little bit. But I think his ADP is going to remain in a very, very, very safe place where he can completely Yeah, he's going to, he's, you might get a, some great value if it really clicks in Oakland. This and year, and, yeah. and I'd, I will say it's funny, though. I'd be careful to trust anything Gruden says because he loves everybody. Right, of course. <laughs> but uh, I, I actually trust that statement. I, I've seen Antonio Brown work yeah. decent on footage, yeah. But, yeah, I agree with you. He's a, <laughs> you can ask him about his He's a schmoozer, he, for sure. <laughs> yeah, ask him about the backup pullback. He'd be like, he can lead the league in rushing. Yeah, he's <laughs> a Gruden grinder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so another topic let's get into, if we want to stay sure. on the pit, old Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Steeler players, uh, Le'Veon Bell, where are you predicting uh, with your content that Le'Veon Bell is going to land uh, in I predicted the biggest thing for me is, like, it's not my favorite, but I, I just think he goes to the Jets. They have the cap space. I think they make the move. I think at the end of the day he's going to want the money. He's talked a lot about all this kind of, uh, you know, I could go with anywhere. He's put videos out of him visiting KC. He's put videos out of him. Or, or tweeting out at Indy. And I just think of all the teams that want to do it, I think that the Jets have the money, and I think that they actually do it. Um, where would I like to see him go? I want to see him go to Indy. I think Indy is my favorite spot. I think he retains most of his first round, you know, maybe top three pick value if he's uh, going to Indy behind, you know, Pro Football Focus has him as the third best line uh, in the game. They have the best cap space of any team in the league. And they didn't have a great receiving option, um, save for the red zone maybe, but a great receiving option behind T.Y. Hilton. And you put a Le'Veon Bell in there, that dude can – he ran more routes when he was playing than Julio Jones. I mean, he, he loves to catch the football. And you get him in a guy with a, a, in a creative mind like Frank Reich, he's going to use him in those situations. I just don't know if the Colts want to do that. I think they want to continuously fill a bunch of holes and not – just the running and they don't need it like do they need it they have three you know rotational guys in there with marlon mack Keem yeah. hines and jordan wilkins so i would love indy but i, I think it's going to be the jets um i think there's some other good ones in there i think the ravens are an interesting landing spot he could stick it to philly they have a mobile quarterback which would open up running lanes in baltimore they have a decent cap situation um, they have a great defense to lean on that, you know, pass it back to the running back uh, 
you know, gives the ball back to the running back. So those are a couple of my favorites. I, I don't know about you. What about you, Spinny? Well, I think the odds makers, and this may have changed over the last, you know, two days. I think this is a couple of days old, but the Jets were number one, according to a lot of odds makers. The Bucks were number two, the Eagles three, uh, the Texans number four, and the Ravens number five, the Colts number six, and then, then the Oakland Raiders seven. Um, you know, there's talk about Green Bay, San Francisco. Uh, probably the spot I kind of envision I'm going to is either Or Houston or, or Philadelphia. Um, I think he'd be great in Tampa Bay. I think right. that'd be a great regime for him to, to get injected into with Bruce Arians and that, that aerial attack. I think he's perfect for it. Um, you know, but any one of those options, I mean, all the options that are on the table, aside from the Jets, for me, I'm not a yeah. huge, huge fan of it's that. It's like they're option. the favorite, and I hate that destination. Yeah, because I, I Darnold, I, just added, I, I, yeah. I don't believe in Darnold. I don't, I don't know that, that the new coaching staff I'm not buying into. I just don't see them turning it around very fast. But if they have Levy and Bell, it makes things a little bit better. So, you know, that team will do a little bit better with Bell in that, on the yeah. that roster. I'm judging it based on Bell not being on the roster. So if he, if he lands there, I'm not going to be completely down on Bell. I think he'll get his there. But I think other than the, the Jets, you know, the Bucks, Eagles, Houston, Texans, and the Ravens and, and Colts, those are the next – options on the list in order based on uh, two days ago, those are all really, really good options that they can make him a top five running back again. And like Antonio Brown, he's falling way too far. Uh, you might see both of these guys on a lot of my rosters in 2019 because they're such good value guys. Yeah. I mean, you're gotta, you got to hope that the, the same kind of paranoia and scare sticks with these guys so you can get that value in drafts. But I kind of think, like you said earlier with Antonio Brown, the, we'll start crunching these numbers. We'll start seeing signs out of camp when these guys land where they're going to land, and we'll start realizing, okay, they're still talented. They're still great, and, and the, that ADP is going to get closer to where it was before, I think. Well, maybe we can join forces with a fake post about it being 280 pounds, maybe 290, <laughs> and if we can get that out there yeah. enough, then maybe we can lower right. the value. Put some maybe. smoke screens out of ourselves. Yeah, you know? I think I think that might be the best approach. <laughs> but I, I, I love the value of both of these guys heading to, to 2019. The next guy, unless you have anything else to add on on Le'Veon Bell or Antonio Brown. No, I'm good, man. Let's okay, the next yeah. guy, I don't have a lot of uh, uh, yeah. in heading into 2019. You may or may not have seen I went on YouTube Live and, and uh, Instagram um, and said – no Todd Gurley 5,000 times in a row. <laughs> it took me an hour and a half. Um, I literally just said, no Todd Gurley, no so Todd the, Gurley, no Todd Gurley. the thinking behind this is that you just wanted to get yourself ingrained in your head that you're not going to take the no, guy, right? No, not about me. Uh, I <laughs> oh. know I'm not taking him. Um, okay. Just because I get so much pushback on it, and yeah. I did, especially up until the arthritis. I mean, he was my number one prediction of the whole year, written in January. He will be the biggest bust of 2019, and I got blasted for it, left and right, all day long. And then when the arthritis news hit, I was like, hey, you know, I'm going to finally see some, I don't know what, naively what, uh, you were right? No, yeah. I, mean, I saw oh, of more, course not. I still saw more pushback. So I'm like, yeah. it kind of pissed me off. And I'm like, yeah. I'm going to go on. Uh, YouTube, and, and I wanted to do like ten to 20,000, but I'm like, I'm going to start small. So yeah. I, I, I picked 5,000 times, and I'm like, just for to create some buzz around the don't draft Todd Gurley awareness campaign that I've been trying to run <laughs> since January, I'm going to say no Todd Gurley, no Todd Gurley, no Todd Gurley. 
And uh, if you watch a little, I don't ask anybody to watch the whole thing, but if you watch little parts of it, your your tongue gets all twisted. I'm like, no, yeah. no, no, turd garly, no turd garly. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's know, like you say something enough times, you're wondering, am I even saying it? Any, yeah. you know, am I even saying it enough, or yeah. like saying it right? So yeah, yeah. It, it was, I tuned uh, in a couple of times, but I, I, I won't. I've got to be honest with you, it's hard to watch. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> it was hard to do. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Uh, but I plan to do maybe one or two more of those. Um, I hate to break the news. There's people who did not enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> but there's a couple other predictions that I want to get, you know, awareness out on. And uh, they're not going to both. One of them might be negative, the a bus prediction. The other one might be a positive uh, prediction. But uh, maybe I'll go longer this time. I don't know. But if people aren't, if they're going to still rank Todd Gurley in the top 10, I might have to go do it again. I don't yeah. Know. But, it's going to uh, be tough. I, I just want to see, you know, he's he's rumored to be doing some stem cell treatment. We looked at what Andrew Luck did for stem cell in his, in his shoulder. I'm not saying that that's what got him back. I think it was really time for Andrew Luck. But I just think that there um, – we, we have to see what happens. It's going to be risky to take him. Uh, I think that, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what the Rams do. do they, are they going to draft some backs in the draft? They've got C.J. Anderson there. This is a scary deal, especially for a team that just committed so much money to the guy. Um, I think the draft is the best spot for them to try and recoup some of that um, because they'll be able to get these guys cheaper and in later rounds, and running back is usually plentiful in the draft. Um, It's scary, man, and I feel for the guy because he he was such a monster on the field, and he did things the right way. You look at the games where he just, much to the chagrin of fantasy players, he he goes down, but he – he played the game the right way. He played it for the team a yeah. lot of the times. And so I just hope that this clears up for the player, in my opinion. And, you know, I got a hometown heart for the Rams here. Yeah, I see um, that. Now, now I'm, not, I'm not a Todd Gurley hater. I've been a big no, fan yeah, of this for, for a sure. long time. So I try and emphasize that when people think, oh, you're just a hater. You're being mean or something like that. And, and I'll be honest, I felt a little bad tagging him <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> in don't my at Instagram me. post. But I did. Uh, yeah. I, I did tag him, and I felt bad about it because I really do like Todd Gurley. I've had uh, ACL surgery. I ripped my patellar tendon off my kneecap uh, about oh, wow. two, two years ago. I've had knee injuries. Yeah. And I don't think I would like if somebody went on there and said, no, Smitty, no, Smitty, no, Smitty. Right, right. No, maybe some, somebody will do that. I'll actually give him a thumbs up for that. But um, I I do like him a lot. I've never had uh, I never had anything bad to say about him at all. This is about drafting him at a certain value. This Agreed. is a business. I do this for a living. It's making predictions to help people win their, their fantasy site. So I'm not saying Todd Gurley's a bad person at all. Um, but to, back to your point about stem cells. So a lot of the, the, the pushback I still get are, hey, you know, he has a ton of time to recover, um, you know, or this could help. It's helped other players. One, it's not a shoulder. Two, yeah. it's his knee. Yeah. These are not forgiving, and they and 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 three. He's a running back that and is four. Had, he's already injured that knee. Yeah, like and, he's got history with that knee. So. And five, uh, he uh, he's going to um, he's had the biggest workload that of really any running back over a four year span. No three hundred no carry seasons. So that's good. If he didn't have anything else going on, and somebody said, hey. Tell me a reason why he, he won't fall off like other running backs had. I, I would cite, hey, he hasn't had any 300 carry seasons. So that's really the key to a lot of running backs falling off really sharply off the cliff. Larry Johnson, two years, and he was gone. I don't know. Right. A lot of our users are too young. 
to remember Larry Johnson or whether they were playing, but Larry Johnson was one of the best fantasy football players in the history of fantasy football. I believe it's 27 rushing touchdowns during his best year. He was the guy waiting behind Priest Holmes, who only had five elite seasons in Kansas City as well, and then he dropped off like that. Yeah. Um, so we've seen people, Sean Alexander, five seasons, and he went completely yep. fell off the face of the earth. Sean Alexander was a, a first number two, number one overall pick for many years. Five years. That's all we got. Yeah. So and you're talking Gert about you're talking about the position that's the least uh, amount of length and uh, by average in in the NFL. Right, right. They take and the most damage. Like if it's not out of the realm of possibility that this guy is done or has seen his best days. Especially when you look, we talk about how good last year was too. Right, but you, when you're younger like him, you do have a little advantage to go five or six years. But not when you have a bad. You've had a, a history of knee issues. You're showing that you have hit some kind of wall, whether it be temporary or not. He's currently running into that wall right now. We have not seen him recover from it. So kind of right. like going back to Antonio Brown, no one can no, – anybody is, is doubting Antonio Brown and saying he's going to decline. The last time we saw him, he was doing well. Right. You know, with Todd Gurley – he wasn't and he doesn't have he, he doesn't have the he can't afford the time to get better at, at a running back at 20 and 29 30 it's about to completely fall off the face of the earth they're outliers frank gore you know doing well right. at, you know age 75 but um <laughs> other other running backs typically 30 years old and you see the decline especially when they're being worked to the tune of a fantasy running back one through five overall yeah, that that he doesn't have time to recover from stem cell and get back into it, and they're gonna give him little, you know, a lot less work even if he is able to get on the field and play in enough time next year. My prediction is that we're gonna get hit with another big piece of news that drops his value a lot, and people that have him in dynasty they could get rid of him right now for a decent uh, amount, and you can get crafty throwing in draft picks, future draft picks, especially if you like your team. Throw in a future first rounder, which somebody else might consider middle of the pack or a chance for being a high pick. But in your mind, I'm like, I have a number 10, number 11, number 12. Throw him in with Todd Gurley. I just did that and got Kamara right before that news broke. I only nice. had to give up a second rounder. Right now, you might have to give up like a future first rounder, but it's worth it to get out of that value. Right. You get out of it lose. and you get, you get a guy younger uh, and a guy whose value is probably going to rise uh, even more with Ingram probably out of town. Um, so there's some, I mean, I, that's a great move for me. I'm going to play a little bit of devil's advocate here. I think if the value does start to drop, if we can see his ADP drop a little bit, he could be in the same category as the two guys we talked about already where he, you know, you could return some value if they limit yeah. his workload, if he's showing great signs out of camp and OTAs that he can take some contact that he's doing right. a little bit better. Um, right. then you could, you could find yourself in a situation where maybe you got all three of these guys or, you know, depending on what you got, you got going on. And, and, and I'm, I, I mean, I am, I don't care if he starts off the season good. I'm still going to yeah. have my doubts that he finishes the year. So regardless of how he starts, people might come at me and going, ah, you're wrong. You know, yeah. yards and a touchdown the first week. I'm going to, I'm going to tell them, I, I don't care. Week 10, week five, week four, he's going to get hurt because he has that, that wear and tear mixed with a current injury, mixed with arthritis, mixed, mixed with the fact that he didn't play well at all. He was running in mud the last yeah. time we saw him. He wasn't just kind of banged up. He was running in mud. And real quickly, I see one of the comments here. Uh, JW was talking about the Browns winning the uh, championship. 
I, honestly, I don't think it's that crazy. I think the no. Cleveland Browns have a good – they have such a good team, E-Town. I think E-Town called him crazy. I think he's calling him crazy. Maybe he's calling me crazy for my Todd yeah. Gurley stuff. No Todd Gurley. No Todd Gurley, <laughs> oh, Here we go. No Todd Gurley. <laughs> um, but the Browns, the Browns are going to be like the Rams. Maybe it takes them one extra year, but I think uh, they have a chance. They're going to be one of the most – Aggressive aerial attacks in the entire league, and they're not done. All these teams are not done yet. The NFL draft. Yeah, is we haven't even opened for business. I know. As it, far as the NFL, if if Baker Mayfield had got Antonio Brown, he would be a top five taken quarterback. Something I'm predicting he will be in 2019. Now, act now. Go get Baker Mayfield. He might be in that five to seven range, but uh, go get him in dynasty. He's probably going to cost, you know, a lot in Dynasty. People are excited for him. But I think his value is only going to go up. And in 2019, he will be the poor man's version of Pat Mahomes, in my opinion. Yeah. he's. I mean, and that offense, just they keep stacking it. They got Kareem Hunt now. They're adding pieces. The line is good. Um, I think their defense is solid, which will pass the ball back to the offense a lot. Baker Mayfield is graded as high as any young quarterback in the league as far as his throws down the field. He's mm-hmm. very calm under pressure. And Freddie Kitchens, you should know, he came from the Arizona, the Bruce Arian system. Yep. He was in your backyard. Um, he's been very creative in what he's done there. All those fakes, even just the play-action fakes, those were the, the fun things to watch. But they are going to yeah. do some things downfield that are very exciting and with a strong running game to lean on. Listen, did Pittsburgh get better this offseason? I, I don't know, not with trading Antonio Brown away. Nope. Did Baltimore get better? They got rid of some defensive players. They're probably gonna, they let Weddle walk. They might let Mosley walk. There's going to be some uh, things in that division that maybe even the gap between Cleveland and the rest of the guys right. there. So right, and, and uh, JW saying thirty plus TDs. I agree. I think he's. I think that's a it's low, est- the, lo- and, low estimate to me. I I, he, I don't think he's going to be a 40, 45 TD guy yet. I, I in think this, uh, I think yeah. in this in this scheme it could easily be thirty three plus. Um, and then throwing some rushing touchdowns. I mean, that's a that's a monster year for a guy that people are, are by default letting fall into that 10, 11, 12 range. He'll be maybe somebody's starter if they are a Browns homer in your league or something like that. But like right. Mahomes last year, who I might remind everybody was my number one bold prediction last year, Pat Mahomes, written before the season even ended, heading into the year before he's even anointed the starter. Um, I, I see him as a very poor version yeah. of, of Pat Mahomes' uh, in 2019 i just think that it's going to be one of those times where most people that own him they kind of drafted him to go alongside of their starter and so they'll be able to trade that other quarterback away uh unless you know the hype train kicks into gear and and you know mayfield's getting drafted as number yeah, seven keep, number eight you keep talking about him it might yeah. just happen man <laughs> yeah 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 so uh any other uh topics uh you want to hit before we we jump off here i'm real excited well, everybody was able to see us uh yeah, back man. in even though it crashed. Um, yeah, just want to say thank you again for having us on. Love to do a couple more of these in the future. It was a, it's yeah. been a lot of fun. Um, and I just, you know, we got the update earlier today. I just sleeper update uh, that Giants aren't shopping uh, OBJ anymore. So okay. they're not actively shopping OBJ. So that's uh, an update that I was uh, that I was interested in because we had seen them get offers from the Cleveland Browns that they apparently laughed at. Um, and so it, it's it just never made a lot of sense to me that they would pay him last year and trade him this year. Um, especially I, I just think that if they can do a, the giants baffle me, man, I like, I don't get what they've done here. They're letting defensive young guys walk. They're keeping on Eli. Uh, they don't want anything to do with Kyler Murray, which I think would be a fantastic fit for that team and that youth movement they have on offense. I just, yeah. 
I'm, I'm kind of baffled by what the Giants are doing right now. Yeah, I, I worry about Odell. Um, it's kind of why I have Antonio Brown, shockingly, to everybody. I, I, I guess I could say that people are shocked, ranked kind of right there or right above him even. Right. Uh, but I, I feel like he's so capped. He, he's so talented, he's going to be, like, right up there. But if he was in a better situation, I think in, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. would be the number one fantasy wide receiver in football. He's so talented. Um, he, has, he has 15 TD potential if he's getting fed the ball right, but he is not. So yeah. you're looking at a 10 TD if you're lucky type of season with, with him. Hopefully there's something crazy that merges, uh, emerges from this situation. Maybe they have you know the next elite quarterback stashed away after this draft takes place. I mean, Tom Brady came out of nowhere, right? And yeah. I, I want to ask you about that real quick before we go. DK Metcalf, you know, absolutely exploded in the combine, but then – you know, people started talking about his his cone drill and the fact that Brady, you know, beat him in yeah. some categories. Yeah, um, Tom some Brady. Funny stuff. Um, what are your thoughts on him translating into the NFL um, level? And is he your number one wide receiver? My number one wide receiver is Nikhil Perry. In fact, my I shouldn't give away all my bold predictions because yeah, uh, they they are a part of the paid subscription at, at SleeperU dot uh, but um, my, I believe number one left because Todd Gurley was the number one. Is that Nikhil Harry will be a top four to five overall wide receiver in fantasy within one to two years. He will be right there with Odell Beckham Jr., Devontae Adams. He'll be drafted that high within one to two years. That's how much I like him. But I'm curious to see if you agree that DK's got some risk or who your top wide receiver is. Definitely have risk, and I, and I like Metcalf, and I like Harry a lot, too. I haven't dove too much into who I want because I want to see some pro days, too, um, before we get before some, some reaction from the pro days as well. But I do think that Metcalf has risk. I've seen a lot of mock drafts that have him going, you know, from 15 on, and a, a couple of them actually had them going to the Colts, and that's where I actually like him. If he gets in the Colts, because what I think Metcalf can be is a middle-of-the-field stretch the field, uh, you know, threat. He's not going to be a guy that's going to run a ton of routes for them. He's not going to play every position across the board at wide receiver because of the cone drill, the shuttle drill, the risk of him not being able to run a complete route tree. Um, I think this guy can be a middle-of-the-field guy. We look at the way that Luck likes to use the tight end position. Make Metcalf a hybrid wide receiver tight end type player where you're stretching the middle of the field. He's a red zone guy. He's a big body. I love, you know, that everybody wants to compare him to Julio Jones. Julio Jones's footwork and route running is out of this world. He is not Julio Jones. Yes, he's measurables come close yeah. to him, but it's it's a little bit lazy to me to compare him to Julio Jones. Um, I, I like him more as like a, a hybrid, a really fast, big threat, a red zone guy that they can use. Um, so, yeah, you know what will be interesting is if Metcalf goes to Oakland, um, which would be, I think, a yeah. great spot because then you know, it, you've it mentioned that a time. couple times. Johnny loves that. Uh, Johnny, my partner on the Fantasy Whispers, Johnny Game Time Hicks, uh, he loves that fit. He thinks that's what they're doing, uh, and they think that he thinks that it'll help uh, AB quite a bit to have a guy that can stretch the field on the other side. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I think, and that and that's the most ideal situation because I think he's not going to develop as a wide receiver one for any team. I think if you put him in a system where he's going to see single coverage because Antonio Brown is going to make him a little bit better, make him a, a you know eight to ten TD capable guy, even with low yardage as he matures and gets better, works on his his speed and quickness and route running. Um, but 
I think it's going to tank Antonio Brown's value a little bit. I shouldn't say tank, but drop it because people are going to be like, oh, no, you know, he's the, he's the wide receiver one there of the future. Not thinking let him, about the Let him do it. Have, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and I think right? it's going to make him even more of a value. Maybe I'm yes. wrong. Maybe some people will see this as a, a really good thing for Brown. But I'm kind of looking forward to the draft uh, for so many reasons, but every year I do. But this is going to be such a fun draft because of, of you know, these teams that are going to – there's some really exciting players in this draft. And this running back class is a lot better than I think people get a, give it credit for. Yes, there's no guys kind of standing out, but Devin Singletary, to me, if in the right spot, I can't guarantee he will be. Phil Lindsay, I was high on, really high on, like super high on in January – then he got hurt. Then he got shunned from the combine. And I'm ashamed to say I bumped him off of, you know, my ranking or bumped him down really far and gave up on the fact that, you know, other teams aren't buying into him. He's the second right. drafted player in Denver. Is he going to climb? There's a couple players that, that may not be believed in like Devin Singletary, but if they are, uh, Devin, the motor Singletary is so dynamic. He can make anybody miss. Um, uh, he breaks so many tackles. He's so, so uh, shifty. Um, yeah. I can't I can't wait to see if he gets into a place where he can be, you know, the new Alvin Kamara. Um, uh, LJ Scott is a guy that I think has Le'Veon Bell upside, but huge injury risk. I don't know that he can stay healthy, but if he falls into a place where he can rise up or he's in a good situation, I'll be really excited about him. But we might have some gems, kind of like David David Johnson was a gem his rookie year. I think he was drafted, what, in the 5 to 10 range in, in most fantasy football rookie-only drafts. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah, this, this so, rookie class will be interesting. Yeah, it'll be good, and the the pro days are, are kicking off this week. Then we have free agency too, that's uh, about to get underway, and so a lot of a lot of chips are going to fall where they're going to fall. We'll be able to start building these rankings out a little more, you know, solidify these rankings a little bit more. Um, so I'm excited, man. Uh, every year it just gets more and more exciting as you dive into this, and you, I mean, you know, you've got some years on us definitely doing this thing, and. Um, it just gets more and more, we get more and more obsessed with it. And like, yeah. like we said at the top of the show, it's nice to see the NFL kind of take a page out of the NBA's book and have the off season mean something mm-hmm. you get yeah. these trades going and get players that are blue chip players. If you want to get rid of them because they're not your guy, or if you want to bring them in because you know what they've done. Yeah. Hopefully we see something, uh, get some kind of shift in the NFL thinking when Antonio Brown, if he does do well. The teams are like, you know what, I, I need to not covet draft picks over players that are proven, even if they have two or three years left. This whole mentality right. of, of a draft pick, you know, like, it's just insane. You know, a third yeah. and a fifth, are you kidding me? For yeah, Antonio unreal. Brown, who has not declined. It's not like acquiring Emmett Smith like the Cardinals did when he was already, like, in his walker, you know. And, yeah, this, people this want to Antonio compare... Brown. Right. People want to compare Brown to the Randy Moss uh, or the Jerry Rice or whatever situation in Oakland. And it's not the same, man. This guy is in the prime of his career, put a bunch together. And, yeah, he's got a few more years left, not not a ton. But what has he done to prove us wrong at this point? I mean, or to prove it, yeah. Um, Yeah, so, yeah, we'll see. But I appreciate you coming on. Uh, Let's do this again. Uh, Appreciate you. Another one even by Skype and uh, just kind of create some more content uh, between both our communities and get some people involved. Maybe do Perfect. some kind of listener league versus listener league or something like that. Yeah, that'd be kind of uh, cool, yeah. Yeah, so if you guys are down for that, comment below on it. Uh, but uh, thanks a lot, the Fantasy Football Whispers. Be sure to visit, uh, if you're on my side of the fence, visit and follow those guys. And, of course, the same on the other side. We're, we're going to do more of these uh, moving forward. For sure. Thanks again, Smitty. Appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening and uh, watching.